What am I doing wrong? <laughs> Why can't I hear my pals? Jeff, if you don't hit record, I'm going to drive down there and smack you in the teeth. Oh, my God. This is infuriating. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, this is the best intro of all time. It really is. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Heroes, Villains, and Rock and Roll, episode 19. Uh, we are, uh, everybody's remote today, so mm-hmm. everybody's in their respective homes, uh, with the exception of myself, coming at you from Bad Rabbit. Um, so we have a uh, we have a lot of things to go over um, this, this particular podcast, um, and I promise, uh, I promise Malinok, I promise you, the listener, who has been listening to us faithfully, for the past several weeks that we <laughs> will talk we will are. talk about top gun tonight i promise yeah i promise we, we will do our top gun segment i, I, I rewatch i'm ready oh yeah that Johnny's would that, i think i think i might do that this weekend that'll be a fun fun rewatch um so the first thing that i that i kind of wrote down on the list here and it, it's because of some so uh, I've, I've talked about it before i basically use twitter as my prep for uh for the show and i saw something yesterday that i thought uh might be fun to talk about but this will allow us to segue a little bit into uh talking about the newest marvel movie um so my question is do you think that marvel is doing too much not enough or is hitting just that sweet spot for the amount of content they're putting out right now too much too much by orders of magnitude <laughs> far uh, far far too much yeah i'll i'll uh i'll third that um... and, I, and i and i'll throw a fourth in there and you know the, the reason I, I put this question on there is they announced yesterday that they are doing a um a captain carter series uh i guess it's on disney it'll be on disney plus <laughs> but they're doing a, a captain carter series with Haley atwell coming in as Captain Carter after her uh, you know quick cameo in uh in in Doctor Strange and uh um, she gets you know, chopped in half. It just yes. She does yeah. make it the longest. The five minutes. Um, she does. But uh so they're doing that. We we know that there is a Captain America movie with um uh with Anthony Mackie coming at some point. <laughs> there uh, is yeah, Fal- yeah, Falcon America. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't so keep up. That's coming at some point and uh you know they also have all the other, you know, films that are currently in production that are moving along um you know, a Fantastic Four movie. Um by the way, I really I don't think it's going to happen. times the charm, I guess. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would totally watch if John Krasinski is Reed Richards again. I don't think they would tease that without some sort of plan. I do. I do. Yes. I 100% do. I do. Uh, I, well, I do. I, I'm, I'm saying if they do a Fantastic <laughs> Four movie, it's going to be... It's gonna be. Yeah. 
I hope I hope that you're right. I hope that he gets the opportunity to play that character because I like the little performance he did. You know, again for the three minutes he was on screen, I enjoyed it. So would would well, anybody like to wager that it's going to be another Fantastic Four origin story? Oh God! Yeah, bring not. back bring back Ian Griffith. Fuck you. You know. You know what's interesting about that Fantastic Four movie, real quick? I didn't realize until until uh, kind of late in the game that John Watts was attached to direct it, and he left. And like, can I just say, thank goodness, because I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go so far as to say that John Watts is in a series of unremarkable looking films, <clears throat> which MCU is very clear that that's what they want. They want it to be kind of homogenized. So yep. you're not getting a lot of visual whiplash. I, those Spider-Man movies are, it's like, it's like looking at like an empty parking lot. Like it is just like <laughs> devoid of any artistic flair. Yeah. Like the only, interesting stuff, the only interesting stuff is all the CGI stuff. And again, Marvel and directors who have directed Marvel movies have been very candid about the fact that, that stuff is all basically directed by the CGI artists. They go in mm -hmm. and, and in the script, there's like Spider-Man fights a ghost or Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. fights a fireman or something. <laughs> and then they come up with all the creative decisions. And like, those were the most interesting. I haven't seen the latest Spider-Man, but like far from home, I was just like, Jesus, until set pieces happened. And I was like, oh, okay, this is obviously like, all CGI, like all the Mysterio kind, like the big Mysterio kind of um, hallucination towards the end. I was like, I like this. This is great. Why isn't the whole movie like this? And I'm like, oh, that's right, because like the vis the the Viz people did this stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I cannot imagine a world where a guy like John Watts is in charge of this very kind of world's fair sciences magical kind of film series you're gonna love it, what we're talking about later on oh christ mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. um yeah. i i agree with you i agree with you um so well let me get this straight so unspectacular this two movies to his credit and then they just gave him the new spider-man movie yeah he did yeah he did that clown movie which i i haven't seen um but he did clown movie. Car. yeah it was called like clown i, I and, think it was just called clown right cop car looks uh, stupid. clown and cop car yes yeah. Cop, cop car, car cop car's supposed to be good cop car was a good movie i went to see it um when it came out at at a theater that was right next to my old apartment um and i it, cop car's really good from like a character perspective or anything but it is one of those indie movies where it's like you know put a camera on your shoulder walk around and just shoot things like you know there mm -hmm. isn't really a lot of like directorial flair from like a from like a scene crafting perspective, because that's granted, that's not what the movie's about. The movie isn't isn't supposed to be kind of like artistically uh, telegraphed or anything. It's it's a movie yeah. about two kids stealing a cop car. It's more about the performances. Yeah. Um, which was always kind of weird. Like I get why they chose him for Homecoming because he was used to directing like teenagers and stuff like that. But fair enough. Um, pretty pretty boring Spider Man. I mean, the, the I Homecoming I thought was 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 very well done. I, I really enjoy Homecoming. It's still my favorite of the of the three. Um, mm. And uh, but a lot of that is because it relied so heavily on the the acting and the performance of Michael right. Keaton. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I, was, so what? 
I was just gonna say those movies work for me on the charisma of the cast and the fact that the story makes like the barest amount of sense. It's actually you know th- there's a logic to it that is completely devoid in the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's 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 talk a little bit, and I just wanna I just wanna throw this out there because I wrote it down. Uh, as I was I was thinking about this earlier today, do you remember when Iron Man was the only Marvel movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Like barely, but yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, like that was the hero that that Marvel hung their hat on, because Robert Downey Jr. was charismatic enough to control that character and just, just you know, that was him. That's that's who he was. Um, and I guess like it's one of those things now. Like Marvel doesn't have that. Like who is it that they are hanging their hat on? right now that's a good point um you know uh, they don't they don't really have one you would you would think that it would have been anthony mackie you know after after uh captain america and the winter soldier or whatever you know whatever they call falcon and the winter soldier whatever they branded it as at the end um but like you know, we're seeing a, a lot of Elizabeth Olsen, which it sounds like that's not going to be the case, at least for some amount of time. Um, you know, so is is it is it Doctor Strange now? Is he there? Is he their tentpole attraction? Um, you know, he can't he can't be. The character's too no. weird. I mean, yeah. they still. I I honestly, well, I don't know. I don't know if they're banking on it, but um other than dr strange the one i'm most interested in is is like thor and guardians of the galaxy but mm-hmm. it's yeah it's all whatever like the impression that i got from that first dr strange movie was that they were setting him up to be the new tony stark in terms of character tone personality but here's the thing with the marvel movies you know iron man blew everyone out of the water because you had this character that you didn't really see in terms of superheroes as being like snarky kind of narcissistic full of himself not perfect um making making quips all the time which was awesome and refreshing yes and it's like we're setting dr strange up to be that but here's the thing marvel movies every fucking character in marvel movies is that character now yeah so there's no standout personality of any of these guys because they were just like, okay, people like the snarkiness of of Iron Man will give them kind of the more genuine earnestness with Captain America, and then everyone else will become a dickhead down the line. Yeah. And, and so I think they wanted to do that with Doctor Strange, not realizing that they were doing that with every other character anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, and and I'm I, really uh, starting to sour on Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the most recent. I'm right one there with you, so that we can we can get this out of the way. And I will say, you know, from from the the movie perspective, just watching it for the first time, um, I I really enjoyed it, which is mm-hmm. which is funny because we're sitting here talking crap on on Marvel in general, but um, I really enjoyed it. I I I I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. You know, you can't you never count out benedict cumberbatch as an actor you know he's always going to turn in a performance that is just you know newsworthy spectacular just great and he does um so the the remainder of the cast you know elizabeth olsen is just just an american treasure um (laughs) she's just great um it really finishes off the scarlet witch arc in a in a really creative way 
um at least in my opinion i thought i thought the writing was done well um and the the most important part about this and that's one of the things that we mentioned in the beginning is you know this is very much a sam raimi film like it's people have been saying that since the initial reviews came out um and you, you just you hope that that isn't just someone saying that to get you to go to the movie and now that I've seen it, you know, it's not. That's not at all the case. <laughs> um, there are shots in the in the in the film uh that are very Sam Raimi, you know, like the zoom in and and you know, twist the camera so it's on an angle and um you know, two two different quick focus and 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 and, and close ups. Uh yep. but they're like, you know, at a forty five degree angle, like just yep. very yep. Very evil dead and and Sam not to cut you off, Jeff. Sam yeah. Raimi loved to end movies with the main character screaming into the camera. And yeah. that's that's what we get here. So. Yeah. Uh, um yep. the uh the the other, you know, it's a lot of the a lot of the pre pre release reviews, they talked about how it was, you know, almost like a horror movie. It was very very thriller, you know right on right on with all of that um there are parts of it that are not i wouldn't say scary but creepy um you know the there's a there's a uh a, a doctor strange zombie uh which yeah, was that was awesome. my favorite part of the fucking me too it was awesome cool. wait what say that again there was a doctor strange zombie oh yes okay that's yes. just great um you know, and, and if I had to pick out one thing that I that I didn't really like, it's it's America Chavez. Um, you know, the 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 McGovern of the of the movie is a person. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I, I it was hard to connect with that character. Um, you know, you only get like a thirty second snippet of, of I was gonna say the the you know, the two second flashback of her mom's dying didn't do yeah. it for you, Jeff. That didn't connect no. to her um and it's not like they even say it's not like they're dead they just went to a dimension right. and she, she or a different universe and she doesn't know where they are right but um, it's like who cares it's yeah like <laughs> that's not like... enough to get me connected to her like exactly so I, I wish that there would have been more character development on her because i think that that's you know we're gonna see a bunch of of that character in the near future yeah um but uh yeah i mean aside aside from that i mean it's just it's just, all of it is is good um and I, if there's one, if there's one aside from Sam Raimi, th the shout out that I have to give, um, and, and not not go without mentioning is Danny Elfman, uh, because he scored that movie perfectly. Um, the cues that he, he he put in at the right times, it was just, I mean, spot on. Um, <laughs> he used the X Men the animated series theme. What? <laughs> And yeah, barely. When, just, 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 just a little. Like, hey, do you remember this? Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's very similar to if you're if you think back to Batman versus Superman, when uh, Superman comes back to life and mm. they do like the real quick yeah. Planet Krypton theme, but in a minor. <laughs> so weird. But it was like just just enough to be like oh oh you know like the the Leo DiCaprio. You know, or you know, counterpoint. <laughs> we could just not think back to Batman versus Superman ever and be better for it. But that, that was one of those. It, it, it's the first thing that I thought of where it was a, you I know, know. A, a quick callback. They do um, it with Batman. They do it with the Bat his Batman theme too. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the scoring. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a good movie. There's just no no two ways about it. Um, <laughs> just it was just good. It was there was you know it was it, as much as you would want it to be in terms of uh, in terms of a superhero movie. I mean, you you have this big team up where you know the the yeah. Avengers of this universe get together and just immediately get fucking annihilated. Just, <laughs> I mean, you literally, you, you, you watch Reed Richards get torn limb from limb. Uh, Captain Carter gets cut in half. Yeah. Um, Patrick Stewart has his neck broken. I was honestly, I was surprised <laughs> at how far they let him go. Yeah. With, with the gore and the violence. Black, I was like, this Black is... Bolt. Yeah, that was oh, fucking hilarious. I dude. love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good one. It was great. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I was also very surprised at some of the some of the the gore that happened in. I mean, it was just uh, you know, it was it was good. It was just a good movie. It was again very Sam Raimi. Um, I'll let you guys talk about you know your review on it, but yeah. holy holy cow, it was it was good. And, you know, we're sitting here talking about talking shit on Marvel and how they're doing too much, but then they do this. You know, like here, here, Sam, go direct a movie, and you know what? Make it as fucked up as you want. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I, I enjoyed it as well. I a uh, lot of lot of Sam Raimi goodness to love. Um. I, you know, early on, we I was talking to a friend of, friend of ours, Dicky, a uh, friend of the show, Mike DiGuglielmo. Um, and he he was like, listen. First act is really fun, kind of drags in the middle, and then it gets really great at the end. And I was like, okay. So I sat down and I watched it. And I was like, that's a that's a really yeah yeah I'll go along with that. The um for me the move when the move when they start getting into the Illuminati and like the the obligatory like well we got to set up the next phase part of the movie. Uh, I was like, eh, it's it's fine, but it picks back up again, and like b- the end of it is just a fucking, uh, you know, it's fun, non non, you know, get ahead of myself, fun from the the whole last third act is just amazing. Um, I felt that there were a couple things about it that kind of just tossed parts of Wandavision out the window, and I was like, well, that's that's a strange. What part twist. do you think? Well, for me, like. The the whole the whole thing about her like trying to find her kids her kids her kids she needs kids she needs kids she fucking created the kids out of nothing they don't exist like her thing was vision like she wanted to she wanted to bring vision back she wanted to be with the man she loved and there's no mention I don't know if Paul Bettany just couldn't do it or they didn't have a plan for vision coming into this but like if you're gonna go to that great extent of like trying to find a multiverse where you know, you, you can be with your kids. Like, why wouldn't you just go for broke and try to find one where you can be with your husband too? Like, that was, See, I, that I was disagree. really the only hit I had against it. I disagree that, about it, that. I disagree about that because, like, if you look at if you look at parts of of Wandavision, especially the last two episodes, while Vision is is a, indeed a big part of that. Yeah. Part of it, like he leaves in the last two episodes and goes and fights somebody else while she protects the kids. Yeah. Like I mean, she's like more saying, vested in the kids than she would be in. And by the way, that's that that's like real life. That's the the one part that I would have connected to the most is that like the kids are the most important piece of that. So while she yeah she created the kids you know 
if they exist, and that's that's kind of the setup in at the end of WandaVision, she yeah. finds out they actually do exist. They're out there somewhere, and nothing will stop until she finds them. You know, nothing's well, going to stop I, her. I don't remember. It's been a while. I only watched WandaVision once and when it was originally airing. I, I couldn't remember a lot of the the finer points of it. I, I just, she created the whole town so she could be with vision again. And just, I just think that they should have at least addressed that. That's like the only thing that I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Other than yeah. that, it's, it's solid. I, I just, I just wish there would have been some sort of, you know, acknowledgement of it. I'm I not going to fault that. for, for going that route, but I can agree. Like, I think they probably should have included vision. It's in some case, Yeah. Um. you know, even if he shows up in that extra universe at the end, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just have yeah. to be around something. I don't know. I get it, but I I, I get it. I understand where um, you're coming from there. And apparently, there was um, we were talking about this last week, Diggy and I again. Uh, but they there was forty minutes or forty plus minutes cut from this movie, and mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, I wonder what else they would have gone into because, like, I feel like the there may have been more to the. Uh, the Rachel McAdams stuff, like with her getting married, I, I I don't know if that's true or not, but I felt like like Doctor Strange kind of took a back seat for a while to the WandaVision stuff, or that you know cleaning up the Wanda's arc. Um, but it, I I enjoyed it, start to finish. I I recommend it for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I really loved. Uh, um, I'm excited for I, I. Everybody has wanted to see fucking Jim from the Office. I can't think of his name right. John Krasinski. Yeah, doing. Uh, everybody's wanted to see him as Reed Richards for like the last ten fucking years, so that's um that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that it wasn't what the rumor was. The rumor was that he was going to be Captain America, and I think that he did more justice as, uh, as Reed Richards, yeah, than he would have as Captain America, because you have a way to bring in, you know, the Captain America character, quote unquote, and have it be a callback to what if, you know what I mean, with Captain Carter. Uh, plus, they want to do a series now with that. So, former, what about uh, what about your thoughts? You were the first person to see this, so yeah, I was. Yeah, I saw it opening weekend. I saw it that Friday. Um, I mean, I really can't add too much on top of what everybody else already said. I will say that, touching back on the point that DiCarlo made earlier about you know the Spider-Man movies where everything just looks and feels the same until you get to the set pieces and then it sort of comes to life. For me, what made this movie refreshing and enjoyable is that it's pretty much the polar opposite of that. Like when, they, yes. you know, it, everything goes to CGI and magic starts flying around and people are punching each other. I've been watching that shit for, oh my God, 14 years now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's enough. Okay. It's all, it all runs together. But when it's just, you know, like you said, you talked about Sam Raimi's cinematography, the camera choices and things like that he makes when it's just two people talking in a room or, you know, something happening like that. It's the movie comes to life and it's very clearly, a Sam Raimi movie like the parts that the CGI guys the visual effects artists that were in charge of they're still great I mean they look like they cost the amount of money that I'm sure they cost they're not bad but you've seen it I I promise there's nothing in this movie you haven't already seen when it comes to superheroes fighting giant monsters or other superheroes or supervillains yeah um it gets in and gets out in an easy breezy 126 minutes, which seemed like about 15 compared to fucking Batman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, I'm glad if they cut 40 minutes out of the movie, then it's better for it. Yeah. Um, um not to, not to interrupt there. I, I just wanted to just point out the, the Sam Raimi, some of the Sam Raimi goodness at the end, like 
just the fucking everything to do with with zombies not zombie strange fucking dream walking strange mm-hmm. uh with you know uh, go ahead farmer sorry I, i'm just gushing fanboy, fanboy. <laughs> not to interrupt but allow me to interrupt <laughs> shut, you, shut your mouth and the, the souls of the damned was that was another thing that just felt very <laughs> yeah laughing ghosts like yeah. yes yeah like just 100% very... Very uh, yeah, very Sam Raimi. Very, very Sam Raimi. Yeah, um, Rachel McAdams fending them off was yes, <laughs> yep, with a with a big freaking cannon. <laughs> like, I mean, it was again. It's just one of those things. Like, <clears throat> you know, when you think when you think about what you would expect out of a Sam Raimi movie, I mean, it checks so many of the boxes. It's it mm-hmm. very much feels feels like a an Evil Dead in a superhero movie. Um, which was which is just great because it's it's a such a nice change of pace, <clears throat> and he even um, gets Bruce Campbell to show up and kick his own ass for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what uh, what did he say? Like three three or four months? Three weeks? Weeks? Yeah, weeks. he's going to be punching himself in the face. Yep, um, <clears throat> and again. Yeah, and you and I'll tell you this: another thing that I I'm, I'm glad that they didn't do <clears throat> was bring in a more of an ensemble cast for this movie like i didn't i'm glad that it didn't turn into like a, a captain america civil war mm-hmm. or you know an avengers movie where you're you're fighting like one of the things that i respect about the story is that you learn you know really within the first 25 minutes that wanda is the primary antagonist and they let her roll through the whole movie as the antagonist there is no bigger bad you know, it's not Thanos controlling things behind the behind the mirror. You know, it's not, <clears throat> it, um, you know, someone else playing at something larger. It's literally just Wanda cutting people in half to get to her kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it it's just it's simple. There's no extra thought involved. I would like to say that I it was refreshing to me that they didn't telegraph at least. For my money, I thought the big bad was going to be the alternate universe Doctor Strange, and yes. like I was completely sideswiped. I'm like, oh shit, they're doing yeah. this. Okay, this is really fucking cool. Like so I to, didn't, ex- I did not expect that at all. To Carlo, just so you 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 sort of understand how they how they reveal it. Um, like Doctor Strange goes to talk to Wanda, and basically, you know, she assumes that it's about the Westview quote unquote situation. <clears throat> and um, you know he starts talking about how he's trying to protect this, you know, protect this girl, and she's in a, an apple orchard, and she's like taking clippings and you know things like that from the apple orchard, and it's like a really pretty scene. Um, there's it's in the trailer too, like you can see like them walking mm. through the orchard, and um, she he, she says, well, why don't you bring a why don't you bring America here to me, and you know we can try and get her powers under control, and then she stops dead in her tracks, and she's like, you never said her name, did you? Yeah, and he goes no, and like the whole thing just fades away, and she had this projection up, and like everything's dead around her, and you realize that she's the she's the villain, like she's the mm. one who's after this girl trying to trying to get get whatever taken care of. It's just it again. It's an it's a very uh like dark turn, um, and it hits you very quick. And like again, I. I was the same same way, Malinok. Like I did not expect her to be the big bad. I expected everything to like because it's that's how Marvel movies are. 
Yeah. You know, it's always building up to somebody else. And that was not this movie. It was her and she was killing people just because yep. they were in her way. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're all uh, very, very happy with with the film. I mean, I, I was I was I was I was happy with it. Uh, definitely worth a watch if you haven't gotten to the theaters yet. I would recommend seeing this in theaters. Um, if you can, if you can do it, you will appreciate it more if you go and see it mm-hmm. on a big, big screen. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll agree with that. I saw it in IMAX and it was very much worth the, worth the time and the money. Yeah. So do, do that if you can do it. Um, but to, uh, segue on to some other things, cause there are some other things we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> So there is a, uh, I don't know if you guys got to see it, but there's going to be a new Predator movie, and they released a trailer for it this week. Mm-hmm. It'll be a prequel going on to Hulu called Prey. Anybody get to see that trailer, or are we just going to move on from that right off the bat? Yeah, I'm, fam- I'm familiar with the project, but I didn't see the trailer, no. I, I, saw, the, I saw the teaser. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is, it's literally just a <clears throat> teaser. Uh, it's, apparently it's a prequel to the original Predator movie. Um, that's all the more that we get. We get a real quick call to the, to the three lasers on someone's head, but that's really the extent of it. I didn't know that the project was even happening. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I, I had read about it a while ago and like had heard about it a while ago and, and, um, that, yeah, I just assumed it wasn't happening after that fucking Shane Black Predator movie. Um, which I don't even remember. I watched it. Um, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I felt the same. I the uh, that that new Shane Black one was not. Um... Was that Predators? No, no, Predators one. is good. Predators, Predators is cool. I, I thought I liked that one, the one with Adrian Brody in it. Yeah, That's, yeah that movie's yeah, twelve years it. old. That's a good one. Yeah, Walton Goggins is in that King. Yes, King is. of all actors. <laughs> Very much so, the King of all actors. Walton well, I'll be. I'm fighting predators now. <laughs> I believe the most recent one was just called The Predator. Correct me. Yeah, I, I did not that. see. Th- I did not. I see believe that one. that's correct. I believe. Yes, yeah. and you know what? Future generations are going to have a real hard fucking time. time finding out yeah. which movie to watch. <laughs> like, yeah. have yeah, you don't seen even... Halloween? Oh yeah, the one where he like escapes from the mental institution. Like, yeah, isn't it great? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And, the, and then like, and then there's like an old lady in it, and you're like, wait, what are you talking about? And you're like, Halloween. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, we're not making it easy. On the next no. generation. And then how all. do the Alien versus Predator movies play into it? Oh, God. Yeah, like, well, you, those those work in there, but you have to ignore this one, and you have to skip that one. So the third one happened, but not the fifth one. Yeah, the and fourth the f- one is like a standalone, but then the reboot is Ignores like, the first two, but not the third. <laughs> yeah. They the reference order, a couple things. The Say order what you want about Star Wars, about but at least the numbers stay in, in order. order. Like that's that's the exact thing I'm referring to. People are like, oh, the prequels are so much better if you watch if you watch the whole series is like four. Yeah, eight, I mean, two, I, I seven, agree with that. I agree with that that theory that too. Called, but what's that called again? The machete, the, the machete cut. cut. Order yeah, the machete order. Um, I agree with that. I that's how I would tell someone to watch it too. But if you don't have that person to say, hey, watch four first. Yeah. You just fucking follow the numbers. And you will yep. get through the entire series one to nine. Here's my <laughs> like, 
here's how I tell people to watch it. Here's my VHS from 1995 with a yeah. thinly veiled thread Damn. on the back from George Lucas. Watch <laughs> this and shut the yeah. hell up. I don't even do the the VHSs anymore. I just have the, the digital versions of the uh, the original cuts. You know what I mean? The the, the restored. You allegedly have them, Jeff. The legal department. I do. <laughs> oh, allegedly, allegedly, I, I allegedly have them on a on a flash drive. Um, so let's uh let's so okay all right okay i want to save top gun for last but there's a couple things that i want to talk about before we get too far in, in into into things here so first oh, i know real that quick. sorry i'm so sorry go ahead go ahead <laughs> did anyone see the she hulk trailer yes oh god speaking of marvel overextending okay yeah. here's the thing Tatiana maslani rules she's in this show called orphan black for a bunch of years she is a, a really good actor okay really 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 good and all through that series she plays clones of herself like all through the series and it is <laughs> it is crazy and each clone like has like a different personality and it is crazy how seamless it is uh when they're all in a room together not just from like a technical perspective but you, you the personalities are so distinct and her performances of those personalities are so distinct and so natural like yeah. they're not like overdone that it's kind of incredible to watch from an acting perspective and she finally got an award like in the last season and it was crazy to me that she wasn't getting one every year like honestly no lie one of the best like tv performances in general i've ever seen that trailer that cgi looks like something from 1998 it's yes. awful it Great. looks worse than the Excellent. ang lee hulk and i get it that they're trying to like i get it that they're probably still working through some kinks with the cgi but you're showcasing all of the cgi in this trailer and it looks like horse hair yeah yikes why why does the most successful film house on the fucking planet right now do that? Anyway. It's the it's the it's the Jurassic Park thing. It's it's yeah. Jurassic Park still looks good because they paid a shitload of money to the best uh, CGI houses, and and now it is who can we get the cheapest and the fastest? cheapest? Yes. Yep. Right, but th I mean that's I mean I. I well, but I see what you're saying. They should still be somewhat of, of yeah. somewhat of like a modern standard. Yeah, I mean, like, at least at least Jurassic Park speakers. level. This like, stuff doesn't. It right. doesn't. Right, right. This stuff doesn't matter. This is. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Like, it's not the most important thing. But like, Marvel at, at the very least, even at their worst, when the movie wasn't great, I at least got the sense that they really had. They really put a lot of effort into the special effects. You yeah. know, like, but this one, yeah, I agree. It, it looks like. It looks Hammered so poop. bad. It, look not it looks so bad. Like she looks like a cartoon character. Like she honestly, she looks like she should be a cartoon character. So let's let's talk a little bit more about about the Disney powerhouse in in general, um, because one of the things that came out, and this is Star Wars related, without talking to Star Wars, um, because <laughs> Kathleen God. Kathleen Kennedy came out with a comment this this week. And basically said that they're moving they're moving away from from the Skywalker story entirely. They're not going to continue that that story, and they're they're branching out, and you know that 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 portion of Star Wars is over. Um, <clears throat> and more importantly, they want to start telling contiguous stories in in the way that they have been because well, firstly, it's it's working for them. Um, but also the they they're finding that the episodic nature 
of, you know, like the Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan helps to tell their story in a more effective way than what a feature length film is. Now, one of the reasons I said we're going to talk about John Watts later is he just got announced to do the next Star Wars movie, but it is going to be absent Skywalkers from what they have said. And I have a question for you guys as a way to talk about Star Wars without talking about Star Wars. <laughs> um, what do you, is there another franchise out there that you would want to see rebooted in the way that Star Wars is being rebooted, and I'm not talking like with the with the sequel trilogy, but I'm talking right now, where they bring back a franchise from the dead using, you know, basically the same method as Star Wars has, where you're talking about an offshoot of a story. Um, John, you can stop typing. We're not going to have time for that. Um, yes, we are. Dude, we need to talk about Top Gun, and we're a half hour in. No, we are not. <laughs> We have to talk about anyway. Um, um, but like, is there another franchise that you would want to see rebooted in in the style of the Mandalorian, where you're getting a you know a weekly a weekly series or a couple weekly series, um, a couple times a year that tells stories that are related to the original content, but not reliant on the original content? Three sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of Dark Water. Uh, Cowboys of Mace from Mars. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what did you say? What? The Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Oh my sweet baby Jesus. Um, um I don't I honestly don't know. I, I'm I'm uh Here, yeah, I, here's I, part of the reason I'm bringing this up is because Disney's now taking this you know, in a couple different ways, they're also going to do a similar situation with Pirates of the Caribbean. It sounds like, <gasps> so you know, I would like to, I would like to give them some suggestions and say, hey, how about instead of remaking bad movies, we we look at something that could be, you know, maybe good um, that hasn't been done in the last twenty years. Uh, you know, uh, something will... uh, something new or old that's new. You know, yeah. Some I will go to bed for the original Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a good I was just gonna, I will just too. Say yeah. that for me. Yeah, that first one's absolutely. Great. I don't um, I don't know. I'm so I am I'm so um tired of uh I don't know multi not multiverses but but you know extended universes and stuff like that and kind of like all that stuff. I I I don't I can't really think of anything and honestly I don't want anything. I think the closest thing for me so far that I've really dug and would like to see more of and i don't think there is going to be but 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 i mean the way i guess in terms of like how it was done <clears throat> you know the the final season of better call Saul just started a few weeks ago mm -hmm. and that is just like textbook how do we take a side character from a tv show that was like one of the biggest things ever and give it its own kind of world with related characters and connect things without having to make everything connected somehow mm -hmm. and and create kind of this extended story with with these ancillary characters or these side characters from the original i like th the way that they did that was so definitely handled and i was so not for it when i heard that they were gonna do it i was like this is pointless this is kind of dumb like we don't need this 
but I was 100% proven wrong. And, and you know, I don't think there's going to be any more, you know, I, I hope there isn't any more, like, Breaking Bad verse stuff. I feel like if Vince Gilligan was in charge of it, it would be great anyway. But, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of other places that they can go with, with mm. the story. But that was kind of, like, the textbook way to do it for me. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, the... Um, Real quick, uh, I mean, too, it's like um, Russell T. Davies, who was the showrunner for for some of the best seasons, those some of the better seasons of the newer iteration of Doctor Who, is coming back to showrun this new series. And BBC has a whole plan to create like a Doctor Who shared universe, and it's oh, like, oh boy, I don't want to, I don't want that. <laughs> like, like they and they did that for a while too. They had a spinoff called Torchwood, and they had a spinoff called Sarah Jane Chronicles, and stuff like that. And it was just like. Do we need like do I need that? Like I just want to watch Doctor Who. Like, do I have to watch other shows now? So let me let me ask this, because I, I had a specific like sort of universe in mind whenever whenever I came up with this whenever I came up with this question. Because I think that there's one one particular uh genre or I guess film series that I that could benefit from a you know, a, a semi high budget production that is more more of a drawn out story over the course of a season um and that's that's terminator mm -hmm. like you know terminator absent of the connors or maybe have them be you know minor characters in, in the in the story um you know focusing on like i i and i i know i talk about Ter terminator salvation a lot on the on the podcast too but um one of the little pieces that I that always intrigued me is seeing Kyle Reese with um the girl that he was like protecting um in that parking structure or wherever they like lived in LA um and like that just that little that little isolated story um is interesting because they're living in the you know during the war as a a band of resistance away from you know the command and control of the resistance but like that's something that could really develop into a cool little story not necessarily fe featuring kyle reese but um you know maybe one of those little bands um would be a cool story to tell inside of the terminator universe while still getting that fill of your you know the, the machines and, and and everything involved with it i thought that would be a cool place to tell one of these you know Disney Plus kind of stories, even though it obviously wouldn't be on Disney Plus, but uh, that was um, the one that had sort of crossed my mind is might be a cool little way to to bring that back without doing another shitty movie. Well, here's the thing. Um, so, and this isn't you know I, I I'm just at this point. Why does everything have to be? Why aren't there allowed to be any? fucking babylon five or or uh um what's a what's another like sci-fi show that was aping off of like star trek and star wars without being star trek and star wars it's almost farscape. like farscape thank you that's the one i was thinking of i couldn't remember um i got some interesting news about farscape oh no i'm sure <laughs> that's getting that's getting a fun little treatment um no i i just like instead of doing because okay and this isn't I'm not, I'm not attacking you here, Jeff. I am fucking <laughs> done with Terminator. I am sick of it. They have ruined that fucking franchise 
and I, I, and they have lost me as a fan. I will never go back. I will take my first one and my second one. You can fuck off with the rest of it. I don't care. But if you wanted to take an idea like that, like post-apocalypse AI, you know, central AI creating sentient machines that, um, you know, go after humanity, there's no trademark on that. I on potentially, you know, depending on how you do it, like you could do something that's that's similar that's inspired by that's not a fucking terminator you know what i mean like it's just everything has to be an established name well i think my point my point to bringing this my point to bringing this up is we we are no uh we have not been quiet on the fact that we would like to see more original media being produced um but coming up with that idea is, is is great i would love to see any sort of a science fiction film you know just make its own way and, and come out and be good. Um, but like the, the point of this is, is that I, the reason I asked that question is it's easier to come up for, especially for us, come up with a, an idea for a, a, an existing media that we could potentially make better. That's why I asked it. Not because I don't want to see something that. else no, made. No, no. Of course I want to see a, a no, science no. fiction movie made. That's better than, than new, but that's not happening either. So no, no, no. I'm just springing off of your your question to like ask another question about like why the fuck can't we like just give money to young dudes that have have cool ideas and let them go crazy. Like, yes, some people are going to lose money. Some people are going to crash and burn, but you have to fucking take a risk, goddammit. Um but I want to hear about Farscape to Carlo. What 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 what, what you got? Come at me with it. Or not. Oh no. He's, he's muted. He doesn't know it. Maybe, maybe. Oh God! Oh no! Okay, now you're back. I'll I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, okay it's fine. it's nothing. It's nothing big. It's just it just came into my mind for a very specific reason, and and I'm very uh, <laughs> as a Farscape fan, I'm very excited. It nothing is being made basically, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, Foreman. Do you have, and are you are you just done? with with franchises <laughs> I, i'm pretty well done i think there's i agree and i don't agree with jeff about the terminator stuff like yeah that you know there's some stories that could be told there fair enough but they've tried it i mean in addition to the movies they had that tv show that was on fox right. for a couple of seasons and yeah. it sucked and to be fair that was before you know tv was really where you went for exactly. premier entertainment yes. and nobody threw money at it but uh, also at the same time nobody's gonna throw money at it now because it's terminator it's fucking box office poison nobody wants to touch it with a 10-foot pole and that's and that's <laughs> kind of why i preface that by we've saying, made a good like, terminator movie in 30 years if they throw if they throw serious budget at it too because i'm pretty sure the sarah connor 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 chronicles was chronicles. like real low budget too wasn't it yeah. probably like it, yeah, i don't know i didn't not, watch it like any sane person would yeah oh yeah i watched the first i think two episodes and it was just it was hot garbage um but it was i mean it was it was i think it was really really low budget and it would be neat to see you know, on a on a Mandalorian style budget or Halo style budget, um, you know what they could do. By the way, Halo, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <sighs> Did you I, finish I, I that got, last episode? I got caught up. Um, uh, what, a, what a show! It. What a show! We can't talk about it until you watch the last episode. You don't even know Is yet. It, wait, there's a final episode. When did the final Epis- episode? No, happen? episode eight. Have you seen episode eight? Which one is that? They're all the same to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's where they. Uh, Does he have a vision quest in that one? Yeah, what was the last thing you saw? Well, the last thing I saw was another Halo Vision quest, and then hot a hot lady goes, 
uh, I'm uh, by John, and she like disappears. Yes. Okay. After he had sex. By John. Oh wait, he had sex. I must have missed that. You did. Oh, yeah. I was probably looking at my phone with that lady. Yeah, with that lady. <laughs> Which is what I usually do. Get my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. In, 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 oh in God, I got to rewatch that episode. She's no, she's, you don't. You know the character. Uh, the characters are. Um, you know why I keep coming back. Yeah, that's yeah. So good. You know the the great rich characters that are really franchised, <laughs> including um, the computer lady and the guy that doesn't talk. Yeah. Oh, he talks plenty. <laughs> He talks plenty. Hey, um, just so you guys know, uh, world of non-Halo. Just so, just so you guys know, scientists were able to reignite cells and eyes, and that's how we get zombies. Let's talk about Top Gun. Um, so, uh, we've been teasing it for about three weeks now, four weeks, two months, something like that. Almost as um, long as we teased the Batman blowdown or whatever the fuck it yes. was called, which was a yeah. wet fart. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So the plan was, and we, we don't have to do this if you guys don't want to, but I thought it would be uh, I thought it would be fun, as I've mentioned before, for us to do predictions on how this movie is going to play out and see how right we are. Like, sure. let's write Top Gun Maverick and see if we could have just done it based on the trailers. Uh, but we don't have to do that if you guys don't want to. If you just want to talk about whatever uh, with Top Gun, where I'm, I'm you know I'm happy to do that too. But um, so. You guys control the show here. If you would like, we can we can write Top Gun Maverick and see how close we are. I'm just so so he start when the movie starts. He is a test pilot, right? He's that not, is he's what not it appears. That's what they're leading it, leading you to believe. Okay. Yeah, yes. and be, that's because the one trailer specifically says that he has passed up promotions to stay in the air. Right. And it seems like he is. Yeah, he is flying whatever they will give him to fly. It appears that at some point Ed Harris is going to demote him to being an instructor at Top Gun. I'm assuming after some sort of dangerous near miss or incident that calls his abilities into question. Well, it might be that he's 60 fucking years old. <laughs> no, um, it's a Tom Cruise movie. They're not going to address how old I he know. is. I know. I'm just He'll have a 25-year-old love interest. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I'm proud of them that Jennifer Connelly is at least close-ish to his age. I think she's like 10 or 15 years younger, but still. It's better than like someone younger, 10 years younger than us playing his fucking wife, which is usually... Right. But, mm -hmm. um, uh, okay, so he gets demoted, he ends up in Top Gun, and that's when we encounter Goose's son, right? Yes. Who's now Rooster? Yeah. What, what's his Rooster. name? Rooster, yeah. yes. Because God forbid he has a non-bird related cult. <laughs> right. Because then you, you won't know. You won't, you won't know, know who he is. he is. Yeah, right. We have to dye his hair blonde and we have right. to call him by a mustache. Bird name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also, crazy to me. That that is that is like the lazy like I know that the American public we are by and large dumber than a fucking box <laughs> of broken hammers. But the fact that we have to make the son of a blonde character blonde with a mustache and give him a bird name. Yes. It's so dumb. It's like a robot chicken sketch. It, it is. is. It is. Like a... It might even be, uh, whatever. Anyway, so fun fact. Uh, I, I've been, I went down a rabbit hole this week. This is, this is related. I went down a rabbit hole this week and I was watching like documentaries on how to actually, like what actually goes into Top Gun and like, how to become a naval aviator and like what you have to do and all this shit. And it's like they get to the part about call signs and they just immediately start shredding Top Gun because it's like 
Yeah, no one picks their call sign. It's usually picked by your cr- your crew members, and it's usually yeah. a gentle rib at you. It's like a joke, mm-hmm. making fun of you, basically, like blightly, but still, you no one gets to pick their call sign. I'm fucking Ripper. Um, yeah, um, I mean that's um, how it is with any sort of call dude. sign, nickname, or right, anything. You right, right. It's pick not. That shit. No, 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 no. So yeah, I'm the sex man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Hollywood. I'm Wolfman. No, you're not. You're Bozo. Shut the fuck yeah. um, You're jerk off. Congratulations. I'm Laser Force. Max Steel. Burt Deadlift. Um. So so okay. Uh. So he he gets demoted to Top Gun. He ends up as an instructor, and then that's when we run into Rooster. Now. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some... And our other new cast of characters. Right, the other youngins that are coming up with him that are the same age. Uh, there's going to be some some hijinks, some some fun bits here and there, like, as they're learning. There's going to be tense moments. There's going to be fucking... I'm sure one of them is going to die in training, and it's going to mirror Goose's death. And I don't uh, think that's going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I, think the, you... I think the death is that's going to happen is going to be Iceman. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So you can't have two in the same movie. That's true. Yeah, and he's uh, he's not gonna lose. He's not gonna lose one of his kids. I think he will almost lose one of them. Like I would imagine during one training maneuver, it's gonna be there's gonna be a close call where he's gonna have to get called into the office and say, "Why did you authorize this?" or something like that. But so I don't we know think for he's a fact gonna be that Iceman one. is an instructor in this one too. No, no. In fact, I I think he's wearing a. Is it? I I don't know the I don't know the stripes, but. Whoa, whoa. He's an admiral. Wait, is it an admiral? Okay, I know in the yeah. picture, like, that they okay. show one quick picture uh, of him in his uniform, and it looked like it was, uh, it looked like it was, I, th- I thought it was commander, but your admiral makes sense, too. You know, I, I had no idea that, that, that Val Kilmer was even gonna be in this. Oh, yeah. I honestly think, I, I think it's, there's gonna be, like, I think Iceman will be dead at the beginning of the movie. Ooh. Is my prediction. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. I know for sure that he filmed scenes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. Val Kilmer is definitely in the movie. He filmed flashbacks. Not like archive footage. How? <laughs> They're flash sideways. Sideways. <laughs> 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 See, it's the mul- the talk on multiverse. It's lost. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't know he was even, I mean, I guess this movie has been shelved for a really long time, though, because I'm thinking about, like... <laughs> it started in 2018. I was yeah, because I'm thinking watched... about, like, current Val Kilmer, and I'm like, how the fuck is he going to be in a movie? Yeah, I just watched a trailer, and it was, like, coming June 2020. <laughs> like, oh, man. No, um, it's not. Um. No, I he I do think that he, I mean he was not in great shape when they filmed either, but I know for sure he filmed scenes. Now whether or not those got left on the floor, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? It's possible, but um, I think that that's kind of I I I thought rather than see a demotion, that's one of the reasons it happens. Like Iceman dies, and that's his motivation for going to Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like Iceman just died, and they need an instructor? like do this for him like maybe iceman was the 
the guy who was running Top Gun. I don't know, and like now he's gonna be a fill in, you know? Oh, he's the Tom Scarrett role from the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, he's Viper. Viper, yeah. Yes. So um, I thought maybe that was something that would that would happen. I mean, and we've talked about again at some point they're gonna pull a, a canvas off of F fourteen, and these, absolutely, you know, oh, yeah. that's happening. I think that's I think happening. I actually saw that in a trailer that yeah. I just watched, like a teaser. Yeah. I I literally think it's like those like that like ground level low angle like tracking yes. shot of the feet and in the back they're using like a wide angle lens so in the background in clear view you see like the thing you know yes. Mm. Yes. um yeah i think uh, what are the odds that they're going to make a they're not going to do a volleyball scene but they will make a wink wink nudge nudge joke 100%. about I, i'm pretty sure scene. the volleyball scene is already also in another trailer i'm almost positive yeah, i think they've done that <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you expecting? They, they Volleyball? Will they have the balls to use playing with the boys again, though? That is the question. They better. It's going to be some dubstep version of, or it's, <laughs> yes. or it's going to be like a minor key piano version, like they would do, in yeah, like, like they do in like movie trailers sometimes, and it'll be like, dun, 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 like they're like, dun, dun. it'll be like an Ice Man's funeral or something. Yeah. So play just so you know, no, no, they play the original album version at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> While they flash back to the volleyball scene from yeah. the first Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise just pulls out one of those like bright yellow, boom like boxes. waterproof boom boxes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Do you think there will be like a take my breath away style scene? Probably. So, yeah. yeah. Jennifer Ugh. Conley is supposed to be the the love interest now, right? Yeah, I believe mm. so. She was riding on the back of the the ninja, so I don't know if it's if we can assume, but I would think she's the love interest. Yes. And she's. I. It's so weird. I. I just cannot believe. Like. Like out of all of the Tom, like stuff that Tom Cruise movies are about and do, and you have these whole Mission Impossible movies where you're like, oh my god, like holy shit, this is a fantastical adventure that I'm on. The least believable stuff out of any of those movies is Tom Cruise having a love okay. interest. Okay, time out, time out. So, because so, okay. it's, it's, and it's not because of what we all assume yeah. about Tom Cruise. No, it is just, all. there is something so vacant and emotionless and, 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 and just like, I don't know, like, yeah. to, like with him that it's, it's hard for me to buy romantic like subplots with him because Tom Cruise definitely has big time alien pretending to be a human. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So fun fact, um, at the very beginning when, when goose and Maverick are getting chewed out, this is the original, uh, fucking what's his name from back to the future. I can't think of his name in top gun right now. James Tolkien, uh, James Tolkien. What's what, oh? What is the character's name? He, he's the commander of the fucking yeah. the ship they're on. He chops a cigar and yells at people. Yes, yes yeah, that, that's what he did in eighties movies. When he needed that guy, <laughs> he was the man. Um, but uh, when they're getting chewed out, he says something about one admiral's daughter, and Goose looks at Maverick and says, "Penny Benjamin." Penny Benjamin is Jennifer Connelly in Top Gun Two. Ah, uh, ah. So they literally they're literally taking a throwaway like Maverick had sex with this girl, but and and forty years ago, yeah, exactly. That's what these fucking writers do, though. Like, that's what they do all they take, the they time. They take minutiae and they make it a plot point that was never designed. It, like, you can't, or, 
or it goes against like the whole point of 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 that is it is a complete misunderstanding of why people put those lines in those movies exactly it's it is it is to motive it is to shed light on on a on your character without having to do a flashback or anything like that right like that scene sets up the kind of character that he is and that's all you need yeah. And then for for her to come back just kind of is like, well, what's the point of yeah. like you know like what was the point of that original line? Like, I'm so tired. <laughs> Take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not even the biggest Top Gun fan. I can't even tell you the last time I watched Top Gun, and I'm and I'm getting upset. <laughs> I take your nitroglycerin. It's okay. It's okay. Um, no, I, I, uh, I, I just watched it this week in preparation just for fun. Cause I wanted to go back and watch it. It had been a couple years and that, that I, I hate, oh my God, it's, these are throwaway, not throwaway, but they have a very specific purpose in the original. Yes. And that's just to flesh things out a little yes. bit of shorthand, a little bit of world building. And that's it. That's all it is. You don't take it and make it a fucking thread 40 years later and, and call it a day. Like, oh, it's, it's just dumb. It's dumb. I, I, I will say I'm encouraged by, and I don't know how truthful these are, but I'm encouraged by some of the early uh, reviews that are coming out about it. Oh, yeah. Overwhelmingly um, positive, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I I love the the first one. <clears throat> it's it's a childhood movie of mine. I wore out the fucking tape. There are pictures of me in a Top Gun fucking hat when I was a kid. Like, nice. I fucking love that movie. That's I hot. would pay money to see those pictures. <laughs> I will dig them out. He has an OnlyFans. <laughs> it's just pictures of him in a Top Gun hat. Wow. 97% on, on Rotten Tomato. 97%. Yeah. I knew they were high. Um, Me watching Cheech and Chong. I don't know, man. Oh, my God I, in heaven. I'm not giving you that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. This about podcast that just went up this, in smoke. You know, the, <laughs> you know these Cheech and Chong fellas. They seem like they're on something. Ninety-seven. Not even gonna lie. I follow uh, Cheech I follow and Tom Chong. I, I follow. Oh yeah. I follow Tom you know, Chong on TikTok. My dad was such a huge fan of the Cheech and Chong movie series when he was growing up, and like when when Nash Bridges came on, he was like, "Oh my god, I like Cheech Marin as a character. Like, I love Cheech. Like, or not? Or, or yeah, Cheech. Like, they literally had a. My dad's pet cat was named Cheech. His first <laughs> pet cat was named Cheech, and yeah. and he was like, and he was like, uh, he was like, oh man, Cheech Marin is gonna be. This is gonna be great. And like, he's just like this buttoned down like." fucking like by the book like kind of cop and my dad was like so disappointed <laughs> that he wasn't just like a full-blown 70s stoner in nash bridges <laughs> like <laughs> my parents fucking love the shit out of nash bridges um <laughs> i said my parents watched the shit out of nash bridges um so here's so here's the real question here's the only thing that i how we get there i i don't care the only thing that i'm curious about it's going to be Tom Cruise in a fighter jet doing cool shit. Yep. I'm there. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Who or what is going to be the final confrontation? What's mm. going to be the um, yes? Because so we, they it could be Russians again. I mean, I I, I, I don't think know it's more likely. Route. I think it's more likely that it's Russians than it is Middle Eastern. Like, and it it wouldn't surprise me if it was like like 
maybe like old school USSR, like Chechnya or, you know, something in the, yeah, you know, I don't want to say Ukrainian area because that would, that would, it would have been delayed again. Well, uh, <laughs> not, to, not to be a nerd, but if it if they have to go up against Iranians, they're the only country in the world still flying Tomcats. So what if Maverick has to like use his knowledge of a Tomcat? Well, to that's oh. hey, now that puts it right in now there, we're right in there, doesn't it? Now we're talking because everything gonna... everything would be in in Arabic, Arabic, yeah, Arabic, yeah, Arabic, Arabic, Arabic. Arabic. yeah, Arabic. That would be interesting. I'm I'm going to go with they're going to just rip off the plot of stealth and it's going to be drones or some sort of rogue AI and he has to fly uh, the F14 because it's not connected into the modern fucking like network infrastructure maybe like gypsy yeah, danger maybe. that makes sense grim. yep I wouldn't have yep. gone that direction off the bat but that does make sense well, you're I, just not lazy enough, Jeff. Well, I, I think I think one of the things that they specifically have talked about is emphasizing like real pilots. Um, yes, I saw that interview with Tom Cruise where like he was talking they, about. They emphasized like at, like as many like yeah. pilots are pilots. Like that, that, that they he talks about it a lot. So yeah. um, Ma- Maverick is dealing with like being replaced by yes. AI and stuff. Yeah, it, it would be yeah. it would be I, very I odd to right me if you see even in the enemy situation if you see. If you see a, a, you know, an AI or a drone, something like that, I don't, I don't foresee it. But I mean, you, God, it makes it does make sense though. Like again, yeah. anything that ties in the Tomcat to the end scene makes sense. So, yeah, you know what I would love, and it's not going to happen. Like Tom Cruise is flying around right with his buddies, and they're like going through these canyons, and one of them is like, "What the hell is that?" And he's like, "What?" He's like, "On your six, it looks like some sort of a." A tic tac, and then they have to fight aliens. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> then Bill Pullman shows up in an F just to give a speech, <laughs> and, then, and then a bunch of like a bunch of like wet bottomed MUFON nerds show up, and they're like, We're gonna take readings of the soil, and send, like, that's the rest of the movie. <laughs> they get you scorched know. by a laser. <laughs> you know, I want to I want to be very clear, and I, I haven't seen. The, the newest the, the the independence day sequel I, I i haven't i will not i refuse um <laughs> but one of the things that i really hate about that movie is that they ruined ruined judd hirsch what end of the show judd hirsch i couldn't resist <laughs> uh ruined president whitmore just it drives me absolutely crazy didn't they turn him into like a crazy person or yeah, something? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like a yeah, full blown lunatic. Yeah. Is that movie worth Ruined. like, it, like if it no. showed up no, on no, streaming? No, 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 no. it's not no. even fun. Bad. Okay, it, no. Independence no, Day stands alone. It's not even fun. Bad. That like it's I thought boring. Vivica A. Fox's death was fucking hilarious. It is. Fun. Um, she died. Oh, she, she dies did. in the first ten minutes. She literally like, oh, falls no. through the top of a building, and it's like <laughs> shot for comedy. I swear it to is. God. Listen, you're not doing a good job of dissuading me from watching. <laughs> but that's it, DiCarlo. It gets miserable after that. Oh, it's yeah, not, I get fun. it. Yeah, there's, a, no. there's some fun stuff with, like, fleshing out. Uh, I, I like the stuff about the African tribes figuring ways to figuring out ways to fight the aliens on the ground. But, like, 
they just decimated every city on the planet. I don't know. It's it's dumb. It's not worth it. Yeah, that big dude that killed aliens with a machete was pretty sweet, and that's literally oh, one of the only it. things I remember about the movie. It. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the Hemsworths is in it. Yes, the lesser Hemsworth. Liam. 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 Yes. Minor. Minor Hemsworth. Yeah. And and uh, <laughs> you know, Doctor Oaken is back because he didn't totally get his neck fucking broke in the first one. Like he's Again, just yeah, alive. like what? Yeah. No, he was dead as fuck in the dead. first. One. Oh yeah, and dead, he's gay dead. now. Isn't he gay now too? He's gay. Yeah. The the doctor <laughs> the first one. I mean, the to doctor, be fair, he ideally he would have been gay in the first one too. It's just now. You know. No, it, he always struck me as just a total asexual science right. weirdo. Yeah. yeah, a creepy weirdo nerd. Yeah, yes. <sighs> he only wow. gives a fuck about aliens and spaceships. He couldn't give a shit less about human genitals. I'm so glad that that Independence Day is 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 finally showing more repu- representation <laughs> in their dumb, stupid alien. <laughs> Where they're they're the way they raise the stakes is make the aliens bigger. You know. <laughs> I'm the alien, the aliens gay too now. <laughs> aliens are the moon this time. Yeah. <laughs> the moon is the aliens, <laughs> which is the plot of Moonfall apparently. It is. Right. That's uh, true. That's true. It all comes back to Moonfall. <laughs> That's true. That's it's back. Um, also, I just want a disclaimer real fucking quick that I, that I think that representation is important in movies, but I don't think movies like into fucking Pendant Day should be patting right. themselves on the back for it. I don't think oh, anybody yeah. here on this podcast is going to argue any of those. You, you know, you know, the Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich like applied for, you know, various humanitarian awards and shit for that. Well, isn't isn't Roland Emmerich <clears throat> Roland Emmerich d- directed that? um Stonewall movie, I think. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know. Like I said, like, uh, yeah, I guess it makes sense, but not in a fucking, not in an Independence Day movie. I directed the Stonewall movie. It's like, it's like, it's like when Disney does that stuff and it's just like so fucking transparent and weird and like people in the LGBT community are are like, "Uh, what? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, giant corporation that hates all humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, there's a good there's a good science fiction film to bring into uh, like a TV sort of situation. Like bring back Independence Day and make make Independence Day good again. Let's oh, go. Roland Emmerich is remaking Stargate. Of course, he is. he's remaking his <gasps> own. Good for him. Movie. That's something I going would to watch. remake my own movie. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. The bags of James Spader. <laughs> He's a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin um, Russell won't answer my phone calls. <laughs> I, I Spader just slapping himself in a basement somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's just like, yeah. So I just wanna, I wanna make a brief statement before we. Uh, before we go into wrapping things up, because uh, John, you put it on here, and um, I think that it's important that we get the public service announcement out now. I did. What did I say? Um, so I, did li- I, I just want to—I want to be exceedingly clear: no one cares about the new Game of Thrones show. That's—that's that's all I wanted to say. No, I just wanted no to say one. Like, they dropped There's... that trailer, and there was fucking nothing. No one cares. It was I didn't know what happened. I yeah. did. Neither did I. I didn't know there was a trailer. I didn't know there was a new show. And the, now that I do, I still don't care. 
and and you yep. know what? I I know that two of us, half of the podcast has watched Game of Thrones, and I don't know if Malinok will agree with me, but it's like we were talking about earlier with like throwaway stuff or stuff that you're kind of told about. The 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 family that it follows, if you aren't if you aren't familiar with Game of Thrones, it, the it, that the king of that region or like of all of the country, basically of Westeros, it, he is usurped. And then the usurper at the very beginning of the series dies, and then it's a race of everyone coming for the throne for various reasons. Right. And the reason he was usurped is because he was called the Mad King. He was an insane lunatic. He was a fucking nutcase. He he was he was crazy. It was like Vlad the Impaler on fucking mm-hmm. speed. Yes. The stories you hear randomly about him through through the entirety of Game of Thrones, in your head, you have an idea of what that was like. And it's going to be way cooler than what they give you. Yes. yes. And that's the problem. <laughs> like, oh, boy. I, oh. You know, I I was late to the game. I I will go to bat for the first six seasons. After that, it kind of trails off. But I, I'm just still shocked by the fact that, like, you couldn't escape Game of Thrones for seven or eight years. Oh, yeah. Fucking radio silence. That finale. That like, finale exploded like a nuclear warhead and like people immediately were like done yeah <laughs> like yeah done like like you have the the creators of arguably you know the the biggest HBO show since the Sopranos or absolutely aren't even doing anything anymore they lost their star they were going to do Star Wars movies they were going to do another show they they had this whole plan like they were like the golden boys after that finale after that whole final season which people were like oh boy and then the finale happened and everyone was like oh god like yeah, yeah it fucking um, they became pariahs yeah. like they don't work anymore it's insane yeah yeah well that that happens when uh you know you jump ship on the most popular show in the world to go work on Star Wars and then say oh wait we don't want to do this we want to make a Netflix show about a theoretical if the South yeah. won the Civil War during <laughs> one of the most fucking racially charged eras in American fucking history. Listen, Read I'm goddamn sure, I'm, room, you I'm, idiot. I'm sure it would have been very tastefully done. I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, based on Game of Thrones, I'm sure it would have been <laughs> Game of Thrones, the TV show that 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 coined the phrase sex position. Where it is, we have to deliver boring exposition. We'll yeah. do it during a sex scene. full nudity yeah. sex scenes. Yes. They're the ones in charge of 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 talking about race in a modern <laughs> modern yeah. world. Yes, more of that, please. I'll I'll take that. Yes. And uh, uh, let me uh, let me just announce we have a little bit of breaking news here. So, um, <laughs> will not be breaking news by the time the podcast is out. But oh, Warner Brothers God. Discovery has officially canceled. The Wonder Twins movie. <laughs> so, just a sad loss. Sad loss in Hollywood uh, as as the Wonder Twins get shut down. Um, just a uh, just terrible news. Horrible news. Um, How could they? You would have to pretty much be Those our monsters. age or older to really even know who the fuck the Wonder Twins are. How that movie got greenlit is beyond me. Um, <laughs> If you haven't, there is a great callback in Family Guy where Peter becomes... Never mind. Just watch it. <laughs> Peter becomes one of the Wonder Twins. YouTube it. You'll think it's funny, too, I think. Uh, it's great. 
I know what you're talking used, about. <laughs> he uses this power to turn himself into something that's yes. you know very Family Guy esque. It's great. Mm-hmm. So just watch that, and that's your Family Guy. Uh, that's yeah. that, that's your that's your just take that as your that's, Wonder that's Twins your movie. Yes. Um, that's your Wonder Twins movie for because they are not doing that anymore. So Wonder bad. Twins. Wonder Twins was that show that when I was home sick and I was watching mm-hmm. like Cartoon Network, when Wonder Twins came on, I was like, I hope this sickness kills me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't reach the remote and I cannot watch Wonder. I'm getting depressed. I feel sicker somehow. <laughs> oh, man. God. It, Super Friends was the other because they were in Super Friends. Oh, God. Oh, what a miserable time for it. They had a monkey as well, didn't they? Yes, they oh, did. yeah. yeah. Was... They did. <laughs> what was his He had a dumb name. He was of blue. He, he was blue. He had a little suit. He had a little costume, just like them. Yep. Wonder Twin Monkey, his name was... Bleep. Is it Bleep? Blorp? <laughs> Gleek. 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 Bleep. Which, is what, which is what you would do... Wasn't Gleeking when, like, you, like... like you're salivating. Like, spit. Yeah. 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 You would like put like projectile spit without mm-hmm. spitting. Yes. Yes. God. <laughs> he was a space monkey. Are you thinking of the Herculoids form? I think I am. Th- yeah. That goop monster. Yeah. That's the name. That yeah. thing was named like Blorp or something. Munchy. <laughs> Munchy. <laughs> Herculoids well. too. Munchy's Revenge. <laughs> I'd Weekend watch that. Munchies. Weekend in Munchies. I would totally watch Weekend in Munchies. <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, Gleek was the space <sighs> monkey. Um so RIP to the uh to the Wonder Twins movie from from DC. <laughs> rip. Never really got off the ground, which is <laughs> F in the chat for the Wonder Twins movie. Yeah, that's un- unfortunate. So monsters extended universe all over again. Oh man. That's horrible. Oh, Terrible. the one Wonder Twin was supposed to be um what's his face? Archie from Riverdale, I think. Uh, Riverdale's a fucking crazy show, but that's another conversation to have. Yeah. I don't they know. basically don't like turn it into fucking actually. like like weird like they take like the archie comics and like put them into like it put it into this like insane like twin peaks-esque world it's fucking kj appa kj appa is his name i don't know who that is i don't i don't know who it is either i'm on wikipedia that's the only reason i was able to get the name yeah Um, just all i know him from is riverdale and apparently that's all we will know him from because the wonder twins wonder twins got got shit canned not not moving (laughs) I, I, I'm all out of my liquid death, or I would, or I would toast a uh, one, the Wonder yeah, Twins. To, just pour God's one out, pour, pour one out pour for the homies. Overpriced seltzer. <laughs> all right, well we are uh, we are at an hour and seventeen minutes, so why don't we oh, wow. uh, why don't we wrap this up? Uh, I hope that uh, everybody enjoyed our uh, our Top Gun, uh, the 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 excessively teased Top Gun guessing game. Um, I'm confident that most of those are going to be right because Hollywood can't write an original story to save their lives. We need to do predictions more often. I'm just we saying. do need to do, no. yeah, we do. Because um, I feel like between that the four of us, yeah, yeah our, our creative minds are basically on par with what's out in Hollywood right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we can do this. Um, 
anyway, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we do some closing thoughts? Uh, Monsoor, you're at the top of the list as always, so why don't you lead us off? So I was on Netflix last night because they released the second half of the final season of Ozark, which which part of my final thought is stop doing the second half of a final season. Okay, pick one. It's either the final season or it's or there's another season after it. You don't get to you don't get to do this wait for the second half nonsense. <laughs> I'm tired of it. It's not season four, it's season five to me. It's real to me. They have a show on this Netflix called it's a Lincoln Lawyer TV show. Yeah. Okay. So my final huh. thoughts are like my final thoughts are stop like stop it. Stop making shows based on stuff that no one cares about. Stop breathing. Who is who is who's, who's going to watch a Lincoln lawyer show? My final thought is for the love of God, come up with just like like every 10 unoriginal ideas or reboots or TV versions of a movie. Just just come up with one original one. So that's my yeah. final thought. To, Let's to, get to, one in. Just to, piggy, one just to pick just the just to piggyback off you, DiCarlo, I saw an ad today for Stranger Things, and it, the the tagline for the ad was, several episodes are longer than a movie, and all I can think is, like, please don't leave. We're floundering. Oh, yeah. Please don't and fucking did, leave. Did you see those kids? They look like they look like when, when um, like, all the people played the teenagers in Wet Hot American Summer. Aren't they, like, 30 now? <laughs> they look like 40 years old. It's, it's, it's actually scary. Well, I mean, kids grow up. That's what happens. Yeah, but well, I mean, I understand right. that. They look like they look. They look like oh god, like like a lab experiment went wrong. Oh no! I mean, they're eighteen and nineteen years old. You know what I mean? Like it. Puberty is hitting them repeatedly. Oh yeah. Oh, they're hitting oh, a lot of these kids shit. like a truck. These poor kids. I feel so bad for what they're gonna go cry into their massive pile of money. Yeah, I hope yeah. they're gonna be okay. Uh, Foreman, what you got for closing thoughts, my man? Um, I don't know. I, just because this is where my mind went, um, I'm going to recommend some books, a specific Ooh. series of books uh, that, <laughs> you know, jokes aside, it does. It's a really interesting alternate history um, series of if the South had won the Civil War that eventually winds up with a Hitler analog becoming president of the Confederate States in their timelines version of World War II. It's called, I think it's one Timeline 151. It's, it's a series of novels written by a guy named Harry Turtledove who does a lot of that alternate history stuff. He also did one where aliens showed up right at, around the time of World War II, and that was pretty cool. But uh, hmm. yeah, if, if you're in the mood for some nice light uh, alternate history fiction, check it out. Ooh. I think yeah, it's timeline one fifty one. Let me let me double check that really quick before. Yeah. Before we timeline one ninety one. Maybe it's timeline one ninety one. It's Is named it after Southern Victory. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I just googled. That does sound interesting. <coughs> Ooh, it's good. All right. Cool. <clears throat> I like those alternate timelines. Like a Man in the High Castle. The first season had me. The second yeah. season lost me. But that first season, I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is interesting. I like the way that this goes. And then season two happened, that's, and I didn't like it anymore. Yeah, that's one Philip K. Dick I haven't read yet. I need to need to read that one. Well, Molina, um, what do you uh, what do you have for us this week, sir? Um, just quick and quick and simple. Um, I so last week I 
just on a whim decided to watch episode one of Amazon's Invincible, the Robert Kirkman superhero cartoon. And then I proceeded to finish the fucking season. I was hooked. So oh. check it out. It's worth it. It's worth okay. a shot. Isn't um uh who 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 is one of the main voice actors in that? Is it uh, uh, uh fucking um J. Jonah Jameson. What's his name? Oh J.K. Um, Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Yeah. Simmons yeah. plays Omni Man and he's Omni-Man. fucking cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Um, the the dude from uh, dude from The Walking Dead that got hit with a baseball bat and died. Oh, Stephen Yen. Yes, yeah. I think that's the lead. I think he's invincible. Oh, cool. Um, he's good. We watched we watched a movie last year with him in it um, called Minari, where he he was like a first generation guy trying to like start a farm in the <laughs> American South in the eighties. He was really good in it. Sounds um, cool. Yeah, Mark Hamill, Zachary Quinto. Uh, oh shit. Seth Rogen shows up briefly. Um, <laughs> yeah, All star cast. Also, fun fact: uh, Reginald Vell Johnson plays the principal, and his name is Principal Winslow. Which I nice. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Wow, Winslow. this cast is stacked. Clancy Brown. Oh yeah. Wow. Yep. He is a prolific voice actor. He is. Yeah, he's very yeah. great at it. Yeah. Justin Roiland is in. You know, oh, like, that's right. He does show up. Yeah, I thought. Walton I Goggins sold yes. watching. <laughs> Walton <laughs> Goggins' character is the best character in the whole fucking show. You're, he he's plays the best character in everything. Oh my he, god, he's so good. Cecil is the best character. Period. I fucking love Cecil. But anyway, he. Uh, oh man, he's fucking incredible in, in the Righteous Gemstones. He's so amazing. Yeah. Yep. So right. check it out. Johnny says, Deal. check it out. I like it. Um. Four stars. <laughs> I am Boom. going to do a uh, oh, uh, my recommendation as well here to check something out. We are into the warmer months now, and my mind, as as Foreman can attest, has turned to camping and getting outdoors mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. spending time mm. uh, away from civilization. So what I am going to recommend you do is go and watch a couple episodes of Survivor Man. Uh, Les Stroud. You pick anyone you want. My personal favorites are season one, where he gets these. It's called I think it's called Plane Crash, um, or uh, there's uh, Stranded on the Island. Um, but just, you just take your pick, choose a couple, and watch and, and learn something from uh, from a man who actually knows to go out and and, and survive in the wild by himself. Because uh, at some point uh, you're going to need those skills, even if it's not to survive. It'd be nice to know how to start a fire you know what i mean Mm. like without matches uh but yeah watch uh watch watch a couple episodes of survivor man this week i i might do that i'm i'm sorely i'm i'm eagerly anticipating the return of alone so maybe i'll watch Mm. that in order to yes in order to To get through the bleeding because alone is incredible and i've tried to watch naked and afraid but like they're all kind of dumb on that show and do really dumb stuff. And then they always talk about nature like it's out to get them. And they're like always like, I'm going to defeat nature. And then they like literally poke a hornet's nest and get like bitten. Mom, and then they have yeah. to be like evacuated or something. <laughs> Whereas in Alone, like people are like, we have to respect nature. I'm yeah, a part of like, nature. I'm How a- can I work within this ecosystem? And like literally on an episode of naked and afraid the other day someone was like take that amazon and then got bitten by a bunch of fire ants (laughs) (laughs) so that's gonna be that's the new segment for for the podcast tiktok follow of the week go go and follow donnie dust on tiktok 
who is a uh, he is an alone alumni from I believe it was season six, uh, but does a bunch of survival style TikToks like you know how to make things out of stone and like fucking animal hide and carving shit. Just great, great TikTok account. So that's that's the new segment for me. Follow Donnie Dust on TikTok. Uh, and you will enjoy TikTok a whole lot more than you would have if you were just watching twerking videos. Anyway, this has been Heroes, <laughs> Villains, and Rock and Roll, episode 19. Uh, hope you have enjoyed it. We're coming in at a solid hour and 26 minutes. We talk a lot about how long movies are. This one's a long one, uh, this particular podcast. So glad you stuck with us. And uh, we will see you next week for our 20th episode. Oh, 20. Big monster. 20th. 20th anniversary. 20th. Yeah. And 20 episodes. Thank you very much, guys. Have a fantastic evening or morning or afternoon, wherever you are. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.